Hey friends, welcome to Vinyl on Chrome. I'm your host, Dylan Stone. Time once again to let slip the dogs of radio as we get prepared to do another show. <laughs> Vinyl on Chrome is brought to you by Alan Marshall and Associates. You can find them online at wecanhelp.ca or give them a call at 1-888-371-8900. All right, starting off this week, we're going to play a song that I know you're familiar with. It's called Gloria. You remember Laura Branigan? Okay, well, I'm going to tell you. The song was first released by Italian pop singer Umberto Tozzi back in 1979, and his version was a hit in his home country and popular in other non-English-speaking countries in Europe. When Laura Branigan started working on her first album, she was teamed up with producer Greg Matheson, who did keyboards and arrangement on Tozzi's original Gloria. Now, he suggested Branigan cover the song, but she was kind of skeptical. Now, when they worked it up in English, she came around and the song actually became a big hit, needless to say. This time, many English-speaking countries bought into it too. Now, the original Italian version, the singer is longing for Gloria, but in Branigan's version, she's addressing Gloria, whose head is scrambled over a guy. So now, just in case you've never heard the original Italian version, here's a few seconds of Umberto Tozzi's version leading into the Laura Branigan version that you already know. Have fun, enjoy.
Your cell phone is ringing and you don't recognize the caller. And with your debt, fear starts to creep in. But you don't have to live like this. Visit wecanhelp.ca. Alan Marshall and Associates are government-regulated, licensed insolvency trustees who can help provide solutions to your debt problems. Depending on the circumstances, they can relieve up to 25, 50, 75% or more of your debt. Alan Marshall and Associates. Visit wecanhelp.ca to find an office near you. All right, so this next song was written by the songwriting team of Jeff Berry and Ellie Greenwich, who were looking to recreate the gibberish gold that they struck on the Crystal song, Do Ron Ron. Now, they stumbled upon the Do Ron Ron, but found creating nonsense phrases on purpose was not easy, as it had to sound good and sing well. Well, they finally settled on Do What Diddy and pictured another girl group doing it. It was first actually recorded in 1963 by the Exciters, who were just coming off of their hit called Tell Him. The female version, There He Is Walking Down the Street, topped out at number 78, but it got the attention of the British group Manfred Mann, who started using it in their shows. Now, since the Beatles had some success covering American girl groups like the Shirelles and the Marvelettes and stuff like that, Manfred Mann decided to give it a shot. Of course, they added Do-Wah-Diddy-Diddy, but still it was a hit. So here they are. Here's Manfred Mann and Do-Wah-Diddy-Diddy, vinyl on chrome. There she was, just walking down the street singing Tapping her fingers and shuffling her feet singing She looked good, she looked fine She looked good, she looked fine And I nearly lost my mind Before I knew it, she was walking next to me singing Holding my hand just as natural as can be singing. We walk on to my door. We walk on to my door. Then we kissed a little more. Oh, I knew we was falling in love. Yes, I did, and so I told her all the things I'd been dreaming of. Now we're together nearly every single day singing I we're so happy and that's how we're gonna stay singing Well I'm hurt, I'm hurt, she's mine, she's mine, I'm hurt, she's mine, waiting bells are gonna chime Together, nearly every single day singing. Oh, we're so happy, and that's how we're gonna stay singing. I mean, well, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. She's mine. She's mine. I'm hurt. She's mine. Wedding bells are gonna chime. Not Enough Love in the World, a song written by Don Henley, Danny Korchmar, and Ben Montench, of course, recorded by Don Henley as well. And the lyrics describe a rocky relationship. 
Now, the singer's proclaiming that he's still in love as well, and it's rumored that it was about Henley's relationship with Stevie Nicks, who fellow Eagle Joe Walsh later dated as well, but their relationship only lasted a year. Henley included this song on Building the Perfect Beast from 1984. It was released in 1985 and hit number 34 on the Billboard Hot 100. And by the way, the music video was directed by actor Timothy Hutton. Now, I didn't know that until I did the research for this song too, so that's interesting. Great song though. Here's Don Henley, Not Enough Love in the World, Vinyl on Chrome. Pick 
Now, one of the most blatant and memorable songs in the No Good Man milieu is You're No Good, written by Clint Ballard Jr., who also wrote songs for Connie Francis and the Hollies. The song's about a woman who comes to the conclusion that the guy she split from was trouble from the start. The song's been around for a while before Linda Ronstadt took it to the top of the chart. Actually, it was originally recorded by Dee Dee Warwick in 1963. Her version didn't do too bad. Betty Everett had a crack at it. She had a little more success with her version. In fact, it went to 51 in 1964. Right now, though, we're going to play you Van Halen's version. Yeah. Van Halen recorded this for their second album. It was one of many successful cover songs by the group. Others included, of course, Pretty Woman, uh, You Really Got Me, Dancing in the Street. But this is the only cover on this album. Between 1978 and 1983, Van Halen released an album a year. And since they toured constantly, including cover songs on their album, actually helped ease the songwriting burdens. But here's their version. Here's Van Halen, You're No Good, Vinyl on Chrome. You're listening to Vinyl on Chrome. I'm Dylan Stone. Here's one for you from the Wacky But True file. In Poland, this woman entered her neighbor's home and started making breakfast for herself. (laughs) 
The homeowners who'd been sleeping actually called the police. But by the time the cops arrived, they'd forgiven her neighbor because she had actually prepared what they described as a gourmet meal even royalty would love. So the woman wasn't arrested and actually has agreed to visit her neighbors more often to make them breakfast. <laughs> oh man, you gotta love it. I hope you enjoyed that because it made me laugh. Okay, so this next song was written by Pete Seeger, an influential folk singer and activist. He recorded a demo of the song somewhere around 1961 and then included a live version on his 1962 album, The Bitter and the Sweet, with just voice and guitar. The Birds brought it out of folk circles with their electrified version in 1965. Released as a follow-up to their number one hit, Mr. Tambourine Man, it also topped the charts in the U.S. Here's The Birds. This is called Turn, Turn, Turn. Vinyl on Chrome.
That day is always in the back of your mind. The day your minimum payment is due on your credit cards and with your growing debt, fear starts to creep in. But you don't have to live like this. Visit wecanhelp.ca. Alan Marshall and Associates are government-regulated, licensed insolvency trustees who can help provide solutions to your debt problems. Depending on the circumstances, they can relieve up to 25, 50, 75% or more of your debt. Alan Marshall and Associates. Visit wecanhelp.ca to find an office near you. All right, so Sting talked about this next song in a 1993 promotional video. It was an interview, actually. He said, I wanted to write about a card player, a gambler who gambles not to win, but to try and figure out something. Try and figure out something mystical, logical, with luck or chance, some kind of scientific, almost religious law. So this guy's a philosopher. He's not playing for respect and he's not playing for money. He's just trying to figure out the law. There has to be some sort of logic to it. He's a poker player, so it's not easy for him to express his emotions. In fact, he doesn't express anything. He has a mask. It's just one mask, and he never changes it. Here's Sting. This is called The Shape of My Heart. Vinyl on Chrome.
forget you can listen to all our shows including vinyl on chrome on all your favorite podcast apps such as amazon music apple podcast and google podcast and you know you can even ask alexa to play vinyl on chrome podcast and of course you can do the same on your smartphone just ask siri okay so this next r&b classic was written by the songwriting team of doc pomas and mort schumann it's one of the few drifters tracks where Ben E. King actually sang the lead. He left the group in 1960. Jay and the Americans had a number six hit with the song in 1969. Kenny Vance, who is a member of the group, has continued to perform the song, and he includes it on the soundtrack of the 2000 movie Looking for an Echo, where he was the music supervisor. But here's the original going back. This is the drifters. This magic moment, vinyl on chrome. This magic moment So different and so new Was like any other Until I kiss you And then it happened It took me by surprise I knew that you felt it too By the look in your eyes Sweeter than wine Softer than the summer night Everything I want I have Whenever I hold you tight This magic moment While your lips are close to mine Will last forever
Sweeter than wine Softer than the summer night magic moment while your lips are close to mine will last forever forever till the end of time magic moment magic Okay, this next song dates back to a band called Chelsea, which future Kiss drummer Peter Chris was in with guitarist Stan Penridge from 1970 to 72. Chris and Penridge came up with a song called Beck, which was about the wife of the guitarist Mike Brand, whose actual name was Becky. She was constantly interrupting their band practices, asking when Mike was going to come home. And the song was actually a joke directed at him. In 2000, less than a year before Penridge died at the age of 50, he explained that Beck was written almost word for word from Mike Brand's responses to his wife's constant calls that interrupted our rehearsals. It got to the point where I wrote down his remarks over a period of three or four days in what I called my wizard book. It was merely a small notebook I carried to jot down silly sayings, sketch in, save ideas, that kind of thing. If you look at the lyrics and view them as a hand-pecked husband's remarks to his nagging wife, you'll see what I mean. Just pause after every sentence and pretend there's a wife at the other end of the line. You'll catch it, I'm sure. Absolutely not responsible at all. Another poor man's copyright by me in 1970. <laughs> Here's Kiss and Beth. Vinyl on Chrome.
Chrome still to come. We got some Bob Seeger, we got some Dire Straits, and also Iron Maiden. It's all coming up just for you. You're listening to Vinyl on Chrome, and I'm me, Dylan Stone. <laughs> okay, the song Two Minutes to Midnight is a song by English heavy metal band Iron Maiden, featured on their fifth studio album, Power Slave from 1984 was released as the band's 10th single and first from the album on August 6, 1984, rose to number 11 on the UK single chart and number 25 on the Billboard Top Album Tracks. The band's first single to exceed five minutes in length, actually, it remained their longest until the release of Infinite Dreams in November of 1989. Right now, here is Iron Maiden. This is called Two Minutes to Midnight, vinyl on chrome.
It keeps you up at night. And even when you do sleep, it's the first thing that pops into your head when you wake up. That lingering and growing debt. But you don't have to live like this. Visit WeCanHelp.ca. Alan Marshall and Associates are government-regulated, licensed insolvency trustees who can help provide solutions to your debt problems. Depending on the circumstances, they can relieve up to 25, 50, 75% or more of your debt. Alan Marshall and Associates. Visit WeCanHelp.ca to find an office near you. All right, now this next song finds Dire Straits frontman Mark Knopfler lamenting the itinerant lifestyle that keeps him away from a loved one. Although he was on the road a lot, the album, by the way, was recorded in Montserrat, the song was not autobiographical. So far away is something I would want to apply to anybody, he told the BBC a few years ago. Quite apart from anything else, we're a world of travelers and air travelers. Families are split up in different parts all over the place, and it has relevance. He added, it was about conducting a relationship over the phone, which is a joke. It can't be done over a long period of time because you both get exhausted with it. And that was the basic idea of the song. Sounds good to me. Here's Dire Straits. This is called So Far Away. Vinyl on Chrome.
Okay, so Bob Seger wrote most of his own material, but one of his biggest hits, Shame on the Moon, was actually a cover. It was written by Rodney Crowell, who actually recorded it on his 1981 self-titled album. The song reflects on the burdens and compulsions of every man, which seems to be acute around midnight. Maybe it has something to do with the moon. The only person who can really understand him is the one who lies beside him. By the way, there are some eagles in this story. It was Don Henley who turned Seeger on to Crowell. When Seeger bought Crowell's album, he loved Shame on the Moon and played it for his band. His producer wasn't sold, but when Seeger recorded the harmony vocals with his friend Glenn Fry, he knew he had something special. Seeger, by the way, co-wrote the Eagles song Heartache Tonight with Fry a few years later. Right now, here's Bob Seeger. This is called Shame on the Moon. Vinyl on Chrome. Until you've been beside a man You don't know what he wants You don't know if he cries at night You don't know if he don't when nothing comes easy Old nightmares are real Until you've been beside a man You don't know how he feels Once inside a woman's heart A man must keep his head Heaven opens up the door Where angels fear to tread Some men go crazy Some men go slow Some men go just where they want Some men never go
Listening to Vinyl on Chrome, I'm Dylan Stone. If you're just joining us, welcome along. Glad to have you along on the ride. Okay, for those of you that don't have children, here's things that kids teach us. Number one, there's no such thing as childproofing a house. <laughs> How true. Number two, a four-year-old's voice is louder than 200 adults in a crowded restaurant. Again, don't I know it. And lastly, here's one that'll really make you smile. When you hear the toilet flush and you hear the words, uh-oh, it's already too late. Yes, Pongo, I know. It wasn't you. Now, this next song has a jaunty Caribbean-inflected melody. The lyrics to this often slip by, by the way. The song's about a Jamaican prostitute in New York City. Now, the story is vague, but in the chorus, Elton John asks, what are you wanting in the white man's world? And he tells her, black boy wants you in his island world. Seems she's trapped there, unable to leave with the man who wants to take her home. It's a case of Elton John taking the song in a musical direction that belies the lyric delivered to him by Bernie Taupin. On November 1st, 1975, this song went to number one in America, giving Elton John his fifth chart topper there. It knocked off Neil Sedaka's Bad Blood, a song, by the way, in which Elton John also sang with him on that. Great song, too. Right now, here's Elton John. This is called Island Girl, final on Chrome. I see your teeth flash Jamaican honey so sweet Now my legs are done Cross borders ever free Oh, she's a big girl She's standing six foot three Turning tricks for the dudes in the bed
hard enough to stay ahead of the bills when things are going well, but unexpected events and costs can quickly change your situation. The bills just pile up, and it's hard to see clearly. Allen Marshall & Associates are regulated by the federal government and can work with you and your creditors to make things manageable. There is no cost for a consultation, and you may feel much better simply knowing your options. Every situation is different. Contact us today at wecanhelp.ca. Okay, right now I'm going to take you on a bit of a different jaunt here. I'm going to play you a live version of the Eagle song Desperado. Don Henley sings it, but this whole recording was actually taken from his appearance on the Howard Stern Show. He talks about the recording of the song, the trials and tribulations of the whole process, and then he sings the song. It's really, really interesting. Enjoy. Why on Desperado did you say you hate that vocal on the album? I don't hate it. I just, I could have done better because I didn't get a chance to sing it more than three or four times. Why didn't you get a chance? Who stopped you from singing it more than three (laughs) or four times? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Um, We had an English superstar producer, Glenn Johns. Glenn Johns, right. Who is still a friend of mine. Yes. But he was trying to make an album in an economical fashion. You know, we... we, The record company said to him, hey, listen, would these guys... Don't spend a lot of money. Right. Who knows if they're any good? Yeah. So they sent us to England. And we were in this huge studio, I think it was Island Studios, right. in the middle of London. And the London Philharmonic was sitting behind me. <laughs> and I was scared shitless. No <laughs> sh- I mean, that's a horrible thing to do wow. to you. And, and I was out there trying to sing, and a lot of these guys were older guys. And they brought chessboards with them. <laughs> and they would set up the chessboards between their chairs. And between takes, they would play chess. 
Did that unnerve you? A little bit, because they weren't really into it. You know? Yeah. Why not record the orchestra separately? Or maybe in those days they didn't think like that. He was into doing it live. They wanted it live. Do you think that helped the song by doing it live with the uh, orchestra? It gives it a certain immediacy, you know, it gives it a certain humanity. It's flawed, like humans are, you know, the, the vocal, but I, I could have sung it a lot better. And when you're a young guy, you're like, wow, you're intimidated by these orchestras. These are people yeah. who are professional musicians. They have a certain uh, gravitas in the bu business. They, they've done everything. They've probably played with the Beatles. They've done it all, and they're sitting there, and I can hear them making remarks once in a while. I heard oh. one of them say to the other one, I don't feel like a desperado. <laughs> and I'm going, oh, jeez, these guys, they're just so bored. Because you got the vocal wrong on that album, I'm going to give you an opportunity <laughs> to, to show I, the audience how it should be I sung. I didn't get it wrong, Howard. I just, it just wasn't, not my, happy with wasn't it. my best work. Today is the day we sing it properly, the, the way you want it to sound. One of your greatest songs, most sensitive songs. Thank no pressure. If you get nervous, you look at me. And that'll make you laugh. No. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. I'm going to give you a shot. Desperado, why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences for so long now. Oh, you're a hard one, but I know that you got your reasons. Come down from your fences 
Now, Graham Nash wrote this next song. The lyrics deal with the often difficult relationship that he had with his father, who spent time in prison. Jerry Garcia performed the pedal steel part, and he'd only been playing for a short period of time. Garcia played on this album in exchange for harmony lessons for the Grateful Dead, who were at the time recording their acoustic album, Working Man's Dead and American Beauty. There you go. That's the way to do it. That's called bartering. Here's Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. This is called Teacher Children. Vinyl on Chrome. Must have a code that you can live by, and so become yourself. Because the past is just a goodbye. Teach your children well, their father's hell. Did slowly go by and feed them on your dreams. The one they fix, the one you'll know by. Don't you ever ask them why? If they told you, you would cry. So just look at them and
Don't forget, you can listen to all our shows, including Vinyl on Chrome, on all your favorite podcast apps. Okay, so this next song is about a guy whose girl leaves him, and he's left to wonder what went wrong. All of Del Shannon's songs were about broken relationships. Once he wrote the words to this himself because he was forever running away from relationships. Shannon and his keyboard player, Max Crook, came up with it while they were playing a club in their hometown of Battle Creek, Michigan. Crook played on a keyboard, by the way, called a Muscatron on this particular cut. You'll hear it. Don't worry. Here's Dion. This is called Runaway. Vinyl on Chrome. to Vinyl on Chrome. I'm Dylan Stone. Hey, listen, scientists have been saying that big tortoises are smarter than they first thought. Yeah, it's true. In fact, you know what? There's one appearing on Jeopardy next week. God damn it, baby. No, I ain't lying to you. I'm only going to tell you one time. <laughs> okay, so Tom Schultz, leader of Boston, wrote this next song. It's about a guy who wakes up with the blahs. We've all had that. Turns on some music and get lost in the reverie of dreaming of his days with Marianne. It was written about a fantasy event, he told. It was written about a fantasy event, he said in an interview. But it's one of that almost everybody can identify with. Of somebody losing somebody that was important to them and the music taking them back there. According to Rolling Stone magazine, Schultz was inspired by the heart-tugging mood of the left bank 1967 song Walk Away Renee. He worked on the song for five years in his basement studio before it was released on the album. That's a lot of time to work on a song. Five years. No wonder it's so amazing. 
Here's Boston. This is called More Than a Feeling. Vinyl on Chrome.
Your cell phone is ringing and you don't recognize the caller. And with your debt, fear starts to creep in. But you don't have to live like this. Visit wecanhelp.ca. Alan Marshall and Associates are government-regulated, licensed insolvency trustees who can help provide solutions to your debt problems. Depending on the circumstances, they can relieve up to 25, 50, 75% or more of your debt. Alan Marshall and Associates. Visit wecanhelp.ca to find an office near you. Okay, so Bruce Springsteen has a thing for cars. Hey, who doesn't? And I'm talking cars now. I'm not talking these electric things that you see every day and all this. I'm talking cars, especially Cadillacs. Me too. Ask anybody I know what my favorite car is, and they'll either say Cadillac or Corvette, and they're right. But Cadillacs are definitely one of my favorite cars. Now, in 1980, he released a song called Cadillac Ranch. In Pink Cadillac, he lets his girl know why he loves her, even though she gets on his nerves. It's not her money her candy-colored Cadillac with the plush velvet seats. He even gets biblical in the second verse. He explains why Eve used an apple to tempt Adam, but a pink Cadillac, that would have done it. This was first released in 1984 in the B-side of Dancing with the Dark. It actually didn't appear on an album until 1998 when it was included on Tracks, a collection of Springsteen outtakes. This is one hell of an outtake. Here's Bruce Springsteen. This is called Pink Cadillac, vinyl on chrome. Well, huh? 
Okay, so the song's called 99 Luftballons, which means 99 Red Balloons. Originally done by Nina, a German band from their 1983 self-titled album. Now, an English version called 99 Red Balloons with lyrics by Kevin McAlley, also released from the album 99 Luftballons in 84, after widespread success of the original in Europe and Japan. The English version was not a direct translation of the German original and contains lyrics with somewhat different meaning. In the US, the English language version did not chart, while the German language recording became Nina's only US hit. Ironically, but there it is. Here's Nina, 99 Red Balloons, vinyl on chrome. Standing pretty 
And don't forget, you can listen to all our shows, including Vinyl on Chrome, on all your favorite podcast apps, such as Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. And you know, you can even ask Alexa to play Vinyl on Chrome podcast. And of course, you can do the same on your smartphone. Just ask Siri. Okay, this next song comes from an album called The Scene Changes. It was Perry Como's 12th album on RCA Victor. Now, The Scene Changes is Perry Como's concept album, where all the songs are country and feature that Nashville sound that they had in the 60s. It was produced by none other than Chet Atkins. He was also accompanied by the Anita Kerr Quartet. It included two Willie Nelson compositions and a top 30 single of that 60s era. The song was called Dream On, Little Dreamer. Send it out to my dad, who used to sing this song as well. Here's Perry Como, Dream On, Little Dreamer, Vinyl on Chrome. Dream on, little dreamer, dream on. Dream on, little dreamer, dream on. I get a heart full of butterflies looking into your dreamy eyes. Dream on. Little dreamer, dream on Dream on Little dreamer, dream on Dream on Little dreamer, dream on Dream about a love so true Dream about how I love you, dream on, dream on, little dreamer, dream on. You know I love you, I love you, I need you so bad. Each night I So fine, sweet as apple berry wine. Dream on, a little dreamer, dream on. Yeah, you're listening to Vinyl on Chrome. That's right, and I'm Dylan Stone. Okay, here's a good one for you. Did you know that two in five employees have disagreed over office temperature? You ever get into that situation? I know a lot of people that have, but two in five employees have actually disagreed with a colleague over the temperature in the office. Now, the exact number is 42%. Yeah, really. 42% of workers disagree. Of those 42%, they thought the office was too cold. 36% thought it was too warm. Now, if you ask me, I always want it to be hot. I love it warm. I've got an electric blanket, it's always on. So you can't ask me, I hate if it's too cold. But that's just my personal opinion. I'll tell you all about it. Now, Night Shift 
is a tribute to singers Marvin Gaye and Jackie Wilson, who both passed away in 1984. Gaye was a Motown star known for his love songs like Let's Get It On and Sexual Healing. Wilson was an R&B singer known for his stirring performances like Lonely Teardrops. Wilson was 49 when he died and Gaye was 44. Both are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and this song was conceived as a soul version of Rock and Roll Heaven, the 1974 Righteous Brothers hit, where they picture fallen stars like Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin performing in abandoned heaven. Now, in the Commodore song, Marvin Gaye and Jackie Wilson are on Heaven's Night Shift, playing some sweet sounds, and no doubt they would have. Right now, here is a Commodore's and Night Shift vinyl on Chrome. Marvin. Hard in every line Marvin, Marvin Sang of the joy and pain He opened up our minds And I still can hear him say Singing proud 
That day is always in the back of your mind. The day your minimum payment is due on your credit cards and with your growing debt, fear starts to creep in. But you don't have to live like this. Visit wecanhelp.ca. Alan Marshall and Associates are government-regulated, licensed insolvency trustees who can help provide solutions to your debt problems. Depending on the circumstances, they can relieve up to 25, 50, 75% or more of your debt. Alan Marshall and Associates. Visit wecanhelp.ca to find an office near you. Okay, so Timothy Leary was a psychologist who became famous for experimenting with LSD as a way to promote social interaction and raise consciousness. Now, Leary did many experiments on volunteers and himself and felt the drug had many positive qualities if taken correctly. I can't say I've never tried it. But when the government cracked down on LSD, Leary's experiments were stopped and he was arrested on drug charges. In 1969, Leary decided to run for governor of California and asked John Lennon to write a song for him. Come Together, Join the Party was Leary's campaign, a reference, of course, to the drug culture he supported. And that was the original title of the song. Leary never had much of a campaign, but the slogan gave Lennon the idea for the song. Right now, here are the Beatles. This is called Come Together. Final on Chrome.
Okay, so the song is called Cry Me a River. It's a popular American torch song written by Arthur Hamilton, published back in 1953 and made famous by the 1955 version by Julie London. It was originally written for Ella Fitzgerald to sing in the 1920 set film Pete Kelly's Blues. According to Hamilton, he and Julie London had been high school classmates and she contacted him on behalf of her husband, Jack Webb, who was the film's director and was looking for new songs on its soundtrack. After the song was dropped from the film, Fitzgerald first released her version on Clap Hands, Here Comes Charlie in 1961. The song was also offered to Peggy King, but Columbia Records A&R chief Mitch Miller objected to the word plebeian, which was in the lyric. And by the way, in 2001, Julie London's version of Cry Me a River was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame. Now, just let me add one little side note for you. Mitch Miller was the guy that refused Elvis for Columbia Records. The song was also offered to Peggy King, but Columbia Records A&R chief Mitch Miller objected to the word plebeian, which was in the lyric. And this is the same man who didn't like Elvis Presley. Can you think of that? Columbia Records could have had Elvis if Mitch Miller didn't like him. I hope he kicked his ass all over town. Oh, the humanity. Right now, here's Julie London. This is called Cry Me a River, vinyl on chrome. No. Cry the long night through Well, you can cry me a river Cry me a river I cried a river over you Being so untrue Well, you can cry me a river Cry me a river I cried a river over you You drove me, nearly drove me out of my head while you never shed a tear Remember, I remember all that you said Told me love was too plebeian Told me you were through with me And now you say you love me just to prove you do Come on and cry me a river Cry me a river I cried a river over you Over 
Right now, we're ending off with Robert Charlebois. This is a really, really awesome song. One of my favorites. This is called The Frog Song, just for you. Vinyl on Chrome. does it for this week we'd like to thank alan marshall and associates for sponsoring vinyl on chrome you can find them online at wecanhelp.ca or give them a call at 1-888-371-8900 vinyl on chrome is a syndicated radio show and is distributed by superlativestudios.net the show is produced by mark gosselin and co-produced by scott walsh we hope you enjoyed the show this week send us an email at vinyl on chrome that's no e at gmail.com and check us out on facebook i'm dylan stone so until next time remember take care of yourselves and take care of each other because that's the way it's supposed to be Thank you.